2: Hey guys, and welcome to this week's episode of Cult Film in Review. I am your host, Cody Everett. This week we are talking about the 1977 animated classic known as Wizards. Well, is it a classic? We'll discuss that and more. Hey guys, you know what? Without saying anything else, let's just start the show. Guys, we're talking about wizards this week. Um it was Mike's pick. Let's just jump into it, because uh man, I think everybody's got a lot to say about this movie. It's an animated film from nineteen seventy seven. Um it's about uh two dueling wizard brothers. One's a mutant, one's something else. I don't know what he is. He's least. a wizard, he's a good it, yeah. wizard. Yeah, That's... is he like human or elf?
1: They're both
3: they're he's both elf. just wizards. I don't think one of them's a mutant at all, yeah. but actually he it's described as a mutant wizard. He's a yeah. mutant wizard? Yeah. yeah. Huh. That's why he looks like all the other mutants. Oh, yeah. Wow. Okay.
1: I just thought he was just evil. Go back and rewatch that I just thought he was movie. really evil. <laughs> well, anyways, anyways, continue. It's
2: about two brothers who are uh, not happy with each other, so uh, they wage war. And it's a lot, a lot more than that. And uh, you just got to see it to figure it out.
0: But, uh, <laughs> 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 We're not going to be able to tell you a goddamn thing about this movie.
2: <laughs> but what I want to ask first, as always, is what makes this a cult film? Um, I'm going to go first on this one. I'm going to say what makes this a cult film, and I have it down in my notes here, is drugs. Drugs are what makes this a cult film. <laughs>
3: what kind, that's of it? what kind of drugs? The use of drugs and watching the film? You yeah. yeah,
2: psychedelic drugs are what makes this a cult film. Were you
1: on drugs when
3: you
2: watched No, drugs? and uh, I had a terrible time because <laughs> of it.
3: I thought that shrooms might have made this experience.
1: I, I feel like that's a, this, is, well, this one's an acid one. And an acid? An I acid feel acid like I, that
3: would actually make me terrified. <laughs> I mean, I've, I've never, I've never done
1: acid, but I feel like you need something stronger. I feel like I would
3: have a bad trip, and then I would always associate wizards with, you know, loss of my psyche. You might die.
0: You might find a new way of Why life. Why would I want to do that? I don't know.
3: Why I would, <laughs> I would I just say, don't watch
0: the movie?
2: <laughs> that's what I think makes it a cult film. I think what it was was it came out and everyone was like, let's go take some drugs.
0: Watch this movie. (laughs) Do you think that's what was driving it? He said he made this for families.
2: I no oh, like this was on. his fam- well
0: compared to his other films this was a yeah. fa- like a family film but he was starting like a trying to start like a new way of thinking really when he family made this film. film
3: I thought I thought the reason he started doing this style was, of film which started with Fritz Cat was to get away from yeah, I thought he the did. kitty and the cartoon animals talking but and shit no he, he
2: Cri- did it to prove a point that he could do it at PG not not that, exactly
0: he yeah. did he's he did. Per- he's like he had a good idea he proved he could do it without the cuss words and all the bullshit like mm. you know he's, <laughs> yeah. it's, but he's still to all the same things that you're used to seeing and stuff like so Fritz then let the me cat.
2: let me just ask you Chris what makes it a cult film um besides drugs and I think the director I think there's I'll a, throw that in there I too. think there's
0: an interesting political voice behind this movie and that shows through a lot in just the story and like okay and he has this he has very poetic strong things to say but he's also just happens to be a good animator as well and can like That's his medium. That's his art. So he just, I think he puts it together so good. And it's memorable because you can enjoy it on drugs. Of course you can. Like, it's colorful and, like, random, and it's just enjoyable. So why wouldn't LSD make it any better?
1: Okay. Mike, what do you think makes this a cult film? Well, I mean, the director is correct, Ralph Bakshi. I mean, he's a kind of a legend in the animation area, you know. Um, Fritz the Cat was a huge... Cold Film it was the first X-rated animated film um so that got him a lot of recognition. He did I think two or three films before he did Wizards. This was his most the one he wanted to be at least family friendly enough that you could bring your kids to. I don't know that he succeeded at that in any way. But um other than that, I mean it's a it's very typical of that 70s style of animation, but at the same time it's way off the wall. It's it's this big, big tale and this big idea, and he tried to put it all together in this one film, and he came out with something a little strange.
2: Kyle, <laughs> Kyle, what do you think makes it a cold film?
3: i want to have to kind of uh, piggyback on what Mike's saying. I think the director has a big thing to do with it, and I think it's, I think it's because of his other larger films, Fritz the Cat. He did um, the uh, Lord of the Rings. Right? Yeah, he, that was a, he, that was after but it was after the fact of the Hobbit. So I think I think the the popularity of those helped to generate the buzz about this underground kind of you know, this, this sci fi and fantasy blended together film that's just bizarre and has an insanely deep story to tell that basically has to do with war and violence and, and technology technology mm-hmm. and, and love and peace all at the same time. It's just really bizarre. It's and I think it's just it takes, it takes a couple watchings just to actually understand what's going on. Okay. So. This okay. isn't
0: like a one-off movie no, where you I've... just watch it one time and get it. Like You're going to go back and discover things for a while.
2: All right. Okay. So then let's just jump into that. Let's jump into the story because I, for one, was not a fan of it. I'm, I understand that it sounds like you all are, but uh, I was not a fan.
3: I'm a fan for what it is. Boring
2: as hell. Mm-hmm. Confusing <laughs> as hell. Disconjointed, like disconjointed beyond all hell. No character development. Okay. Like the that that's that's weak, man. That's weak writing. That's not good writing. Aww. I think you're I think you're more stuck on the visuals than anything that movie has to say. It's I, an
0: animated no, film. No, no, I thought the I thought the <laughs> script was very well written. Like I enjoyed I enjoyed like because you kind of he doesn't really come out and say anything. He just like alludes to it and you have to figure out what's the message. And that's what makes it great. You know, it's like, it could be this or it could be that it gets like a conversation going because you know, it's political, you know, it's like, um, gritty and urban. And did, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, I, was, go, I don't go want to jump ahead. in. Yeah.
3: Did, did you actually finish the, the, the plot of the film describing yeah. it?
0: Well, of,
2: well, not, not like, I guess there's, so it's two brothers. So, so
3: essentially it's two wizards and there's, mm-hmm. um, just so people can can yeah. understand cuz we're going no, yeah, to shit into shit so yeah cuz i'm going to um, re- blow some holes so there's yeah yeah okay so there's two wizards one of them's avatar which is the good wizard and then the the darker mutant wizard which is uh, blackthorn black wolf black, black wolf. wolf blackthorn whatever black wolf and uh, basically black wolf after their mother dies black wolf tries to uh, take control of the land and seize seize power um, but because avatar had the power of grief Behind him in his magic, I think it was. Yes. Okay. Uh, he beat Black Wolf, and then Black Wolf has basically since then has always tried to uh, try to take the land back with his armies, but his armies always get bored and tired, and they get scared when the elves start fighting back and shit. So he basically he finds a secret weapon, which is a relic from uh, the days before the nuclear war, and he uses that to. Um, Give his army strength, and and basically, basically Avatar has to go on a journey and and destroy these yeah. machines. And here's a spoiler for,
2: for you: the the secret weapon is a, a, a projector, and the film is Nazi propaganda.
3: <laughs> <laughs> there is your
2: spoiler. Somehow it it survived three million years and ten thousand or a thousand nuclear blasts. That film did? Something like that. <laughs> the yeah. most amazing film in Evil history. Evil never dies, well, man. Well, uh, he
1: has other things, too. He has tanks. He has guns.
0: Yeah, yeah those, yeah, all yeah, all that
2: those also it. lasted, yeah. Well, yeah, right. Years. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah, great. All right, Good so story. I thought
0: story. I liked it. I liked that. That was what it was. <laughs> I, <laughs> oh, God, dude. It was so stupid. <laughs> no, I thought Yes, it, it was. I thought it was, if anything, strong imagery for yeah. the f- type Again, of film Again, that's it all the film
1: was. This is what you got to understand about this film. This film is not an entertainment animated film. No. This film is a kind of an art house film. It's an allegory tale about, you know, he's he's discussing things. He's discussing things about war and peace, and he's discussing things about technology versus, like, spirit, you know? Yeah. These are all things that are, didn't and he, it's all symbolic. Also, didn't he start writing this when he was, like, 15? I don't know if he started
0: one. Yeah, I don't know. If I, I, I didn't know. He started writing
2: it when he was a kid. I mean, if I'm not mistaken, it's,
1: I could be wrong. It's no more entertaining. Than if you watched Eraserhead for entertainment value. Yeah, it's not an an
0: entertainment film. Do you know how many times I've fallen asleep during Eraserhead? But it's a good film. Yeah, I like it. For (laughs) what
1: it does, which is not trying to entertain you and put together some awesome plot. Do you know how many times
0: I
3: fell asleep during this movie? I don't know. (laughs) I just love movies that don't entertain me.
2: (laughs) What an asinine statement. What? I don't go to, like, I just love movies that don't entertain me. Well, no, you can take entertainment out
3: of being, uh, like, introspective. No, it's it. That's not an acidine statement. There's there's plenty of 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 films that that make you think more than make you like.
2: Yeah, documentaries. They're awesome. Get it.
3: Get excited and run. No, like like. Um, what's another one though? Like um, I don't. Antichrist. It. That's that's there that's you go. not an entertaining movie at all. No. But <laughs> the ending like really makes Eddie you Lawrence like von fucking. Movie. It's so it's so psychological. It makes you think more than be entertained and discovering or thinking you discovered what the director was trying to say is the entertainment aspect of it it's like solving a fucking mystery Mm -hmm. you know it's art boom
2: (laughs) i understand that i understand that's what he was going for i understand he was going for art Mm. but i wasn't entertained by his art
0: okay like at all have you ever seen fritz the cat no, I've never seen Fritz the Cat. You might I, like that one better. I, I mean, this seen, is a little... I have seen
1: Lord of the Rings, and I really like Lord of the Rings. Yeah, but that was a, that was based off
2: like a, yeah, a good story. Somebody, yeah. Oddly enough, <laughs> it was yeah. Oddly enough, it was written off a good st- based off a good story. I know, crazy, <laughs> crazy, right? <laughs> he makes a good film when he doesn't write it. <laughs> I think there's no middle ground on this movie, though. You know. Yeah. I mean, we'll talk about that when we come back. We're gonna take a quick break.
0: Hey, Louie. What are we gonna do with the prisoners?
3: How do I know? They're finding out right now.
0: (laughs) Hey, York, What is this place? Uh,
2: Dumbo. It's religion, man. Ain't you heard? Religion? Yeah. Black Wolf says the responsibilities of the prisoners is up to the priests
3: inside.
2: Now, what we gotta do, Dumbo, is reconnoitre the priests and find out.
3: Uh, What is all this?
2: Bits and pieces of religion, man. What's the matter with you? All the objects they save for millions of years, man.
0: Well, who are we looking for?
2: Hey. So dumb. We're looking for the priests, man. The priest. Hey guys, we're back, and we're gonna talk about the 1977 animated film Wizards. Uh that's what we've been talking about. Uh so going off of what I was saying also about the story that irked me, okay? So again, technology versus magic is a very plot heavy thing in the in the in this movie. Um and I hate that Avatar uses Machines all the time, in the movie. Well, how so? Uh, he, uh, he uses one. He, turns, he turn, No, he uses. Sure. <laughs> he used one for a jukebox. He turns it into a jukebox, and he uses the gun at the end yes. to kill to kill his brother. That, yeah,
3: but that was more like, what, what, help me out with what's the what's the term for that, Mike? That was more ambiguity? Now what? You, ambiguating. What, what? was
1: that? Like English. That. Like, like like moral, 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 moral ambiguity. Ambiguity. <laughs> I I ironic. It was ironic, yeah. Oh, it, it was Are oh, you talking was, about irony? Yes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I have a, I have I have a theory as to why I don't think it's an ironic thing that he's doing that. Well, we'll get that to that now or later. Yeah. What do you want to do? Ambiguity. I'm sorry, guys. That's now I got it to come out of my mouth. Am- ah.
3: Ambiguity. Yes.
2: Well,
1: go ahead and talk about it cuz
3: we're talking yeah.
2: about the damn story cuz it's going to get and we're going to get it, we're talking about tech versus magic, and obviously that's going to lead into the, the Nazi propaganda throughout the, the whole film. Which is not for Nazis. For, for Nazis, I should specify no, no, that. No, no, Yeah, it's definitely it's not. U- it's, u- yeah.
3: it's used to help. It's used as a, a, a as a symbol of, to strike fear, basically. Well, it's, and and it's, 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 it was
2: it's, also showed how Nazi propaganda was used to to excite an army, basically, like yeah. Hitler
1: did. A lot of
2: this either film, excite
0: you know, or scare it is it about well, is
1: about the usage of propaganda. And how it can be a, a, a evil, a powerful, evil, weapon. a powerful weapon, more powerful than even really the technology it was using.
3: Because mm-hmm.
1: it turned the people against the people. Uh, yeah, kind of. You know. Um. So what? What? What did you want to discuss? What do you? What, well, I thought you had a whole bunch of notes on Nazis. Um, the gun and on the use of the gun. Let's yeah, just start let's, there. Okay, let's start there. Okay, the use of the gun. Um. So we're discussing this whole thing. It's magic versus technology, right? Yes. And this is supposed to be the backdrop. And the understanding that I have about these two sides is that you got one group, the Nazi evil mutants. Yeah. That are is using this technology that's taking the technological route versus the magic users, which are the fairies and the elves and stuff like that, right? Yeah. Now the understanding that I get is that the people that are technological are uh like they're prone to violence. That violence is their main way of getting things done. They want they're warlike. Okay. Right. Just like this Nazi backdrop they're using, like it's it's fucking attack.
0: Yeah. They're
1: trying to take land from them, and these magic users are supposed to be the peace lovers, the people that just want to be live and let live. They just give us our land and we'll the be hippies. happy here. <laughs> Essentially, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But now we listen. We talk about some of the people in this and what the like the the symbolism of some of the things that they're trying to do, a lot of it doesn't even work out, right? So mm-hmm. we got Necron 99, right? Yeah. He's that robot. Name, by the way. It's a cool name,
2: yeah. Fantastic. He's
1: the assassin in the red hood that right. starts off. and He's on the cover art. You mean He's the like- best character in the movie? yeah.
2: Honestly, <laughs> feel so. Honestly,
1: no, he is the best character in the movie. He, he's definitely an interesting character, to be sure. Um, he starts off as almost like a Terminator. He's out there, and his one job is to be a ruthless killing machine that is meant to kill all the magic users, and he ends up killing the president, which just so happens to be that uh, Eleanor, I think her name. Eleanor, yep. Yeah. yeah.
3: Her father. Right, great, and, great costume choice for Eleanor. Oh though. God! Oh, yeah. oh, God. <laughs> Nothing <laughs> says
2: PG like big old fairy boobs. Yeah. Right. Oh yeah. my God! That sheer, that was like sheer, sheer well, lingerie. Well, we couldn't, we couldn't get too fairy. far away
1: from Boxy's like <laughs> his uh, illustrations. But <laughs> oh yeah, the big, the his, tall phallic,
0: yeah. like oh, oh that's a dick. That's, <laughs> a dick. that's a
1: dick. That tower he lives in yeah. is a giant dick. It, it is, is absolutely. Yeah. Anyways, going back to this nine. he shoots the president. And then he reprograms this thing and names it Peace Instead. Mm-hmm. And then the robot comes out, and he warns him, don't hurt any of my friends, and he says, all I want is love, all I want is peace, all I want is freedom. And then he proceeds to gun down all of his enemies like a ruthless <laughs> killing machine. Yeah. If his whole message is to be peaceful, obviously violence doesn't seem to work with that. It's to completely diametrically opposed. So yeah. I feel like he fails on that level. Second of all, we got Avatar who's yeah. supposed to be this peaceful guy, right? He used to be some sort of messiah, I'm assuming. When That's goes, what it sounds like. Right, that he used to be some kind of war. He used war. to be a healer and yeah, stuff like that, right? so. And when Eleanor betrays him and runs him off into, the, into the, the tank, he goes on this crazy thing where he's running around making flowers. He like, basically loses his... He loses his shit. Yeah. Right? But he's, he's like a goddamn hippie all of a sudden. <laughs> yeah. But what is I didn't the, understand that the part The thing either. I don't understand is the end, he pulls this gun out and shoots this guy. Yeah, black. Black, his brother. His black brother. Black wolf. Black right? wolf. If, his, if he's supposed to represent peace and be some sort of, like, messiah kind of thing why the hell is he
3: resorting to the final thing as being violence that was all of our questions and you implied you had an answer to that was i that a- don't
1: i'm bringing it up oh okay was that a- <laughs> I had like. i'm saying it wasn't ironic actually i do have a theory i'm saying why it's not ironic the only thing that i can understand is that what he's saying is that the ends essentially justify the means it's kind of like an argument that a lot of pro-gun people use is that guns can be used not only to kill but they can also be used as a way to con- contain peace right mm-hmm. if you have to kill an evil person like say hitler yeah you're not going to stop them unless you're going to use violence so yeah. it's using pe- like violence as a way to peace but i kind of feel like it belies the message of the entire it does.
2: film it, d- it does because then you look at Avatar like well like it's just yeah it does cuz it's, well, it's if you
3: think about it i mean if 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 avatar has spent most of his life like trying to trying to trying to change his brother trying to trying to trying to stop his brother from what he's trying to do and he's he's exhorted all the powers that he has had all of his he's a great wizard and yet he still cannot get his brother to stop being evil and trying to rule the world mm-hmm. then the only way to do it is by Killing, killing killing his brother using the technology that his brother has come to rely on more I, so. And I, 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 I can go with that if
1: Bakshi didn't create this entire world that seemed to be going in this direction of, okay, you got the Nazis over here and violence is a bad thing and war is a bad thing and propaganda is a bad thing. And then you have these guys over here who are supposed to be the peaceful people who essentially resort to violence and win the same way that this other person. It's not like yeah. the magic, magic in this movie – is only being used for good, peaceful reasons and making flowers and shit. He's fucking like zapping shit. with I feel his like hands. this is like
0: the chicken before the egg analogy. You're, you know, it's like what came first. You know, is it like it's like violence? It, it, violence by creating violence to protect yourself. It's like how do you justify that? I mean, you could classify it as just vi- like fighting violence with violence. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? As a as a um, instinct to protect yourself. Or to protect what's yours, I don't know. I guess, I guess the question but, is: Is he saying that
1: to preserve peace? Essentially, you're going to have to resort you to, have to some use, form yes. of war. Yes, yes. Th- that's exactly what he's saying. You have to use violence to have peace. Because the only thing it's that's unavoidable that like, sums up this film is that they, it, it, which is so like throwaway, is that they find that stupid lizard and he says, "Let's kill him," <laughs> and all. And Avatar's just like, "No, you know, let's forgive." Yeah, and I guess that's supposed to be the message of like, oh, well, at least he's showing mercy, as where his brother probably wouldn't. Exactly.
0: Yeah, yeah, you I know, can
3: see that. Awesome. Uh, like, toler- <laughs> yeah,
0: having tolerance, I guess tolerance is a big thing. God, Eleanor. And what did? What? Well, how did you guys? <laughs> what did you guys think he was trying to
1: say about technology? Is he saying that technolo- technology is essentially evil? Or that
3: it can be used
1: for good and evil. It just depends
3: on who. I using feel like it. the only side of the only side of that was shown in this movie was technology is evil. Though that I didn't see them present a side that says, "Hey, technology can be used for good." Except well, for at the very, very when end, he when he kills, kills it, he uses the gun <laughs> to kill his brother. Yeah, so I don't know where I was going with that. Exactly. No, that's, that's what I'm saying. That's why, that's why it gets what I'm saying. confusing and like, murky in that, this.
2: That, exactly, and that's what I'm saying. Well, like, here's the biggest
3: th- question. Before you jump into what you're saying, I have a very simple question. Okay. Did he not know how to end the film?
2: No. I think I think he didn't know what the hell he was doing. I think he's a, like honestly. I think he had maybe one or two deep ideas to run with this movie and develop it, and it, it developed weak. And, and and to me, it came off like a pretentious filmmaker. That's how I took this film. Like. I took it as huh. a, like, I'm making, like, like he, well, like, that, he purposely, I don't know, like, he purposely was like, I'm going to show everybody how good at art I am. Yeah, well, he, I, he I got that, to that's, a status that's, that's, where he had-
3: you just kind of, you just kind of justified my question, is he had one or two deep ideas, and he thought he would roll with it, but when it came down to the end of it. He couldn't. He think. didn't know what his message was. He could, yeah, so he, he did not. He, he didn't know, so then he just basically ended it like that. Yeah, but the only thing is, I feel like that's a cop out.
1: When people say that they they don't know how to end their films, there's I, there's plenty of ways he could end this film. He could have turned his brother
3: good. He could have tried to. That's make what I'm an saying. Did he speech. did he just he take a cop anything. out and sh- and have him yes. shoot the brother? I've that's it.
1: I've always felt from the times that I've watched this film that yes, that that gun being pulled out of his sleeve is essentially was a it cop a, out. Was an excuse to get a great
3: one liner in there. I mean, yeah. It's he did a have a pretty, pretty solid one-liner. Yeah, it's a pretty badass one-liner. What is, yeah, because his brother,
2: his brother said, I come in peace, and then he said, yeah, but you go in pieces. No, not, right? quite.
3: not quite as good as that one. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> he said something to the effect of, by the way, I'm glad you changed your last name yes. or something, and he fucking shot him.
1: Right. <laughs> like but, it, you know, and it, it's definitely not a com- climactic battle in any sense. No. It's over in a second. He essentially beats him with, a, like, a David Blaine magic trick up the <laughs> sleeve, like... No magic really used. It's, it's just a, it's just an illusion. A, yeah. Really. All right, so to move on from the story a little bit, because I, I, I want to talk about
2: the animation also. Yeah. Um, I had, so here. here's my problem, right? The stills, the animated stills, fantastic. The backgrounds, fantastic. The rest of the animation, shit. Mm. Which is so distracting. When you're, when you're looking at the background, you're like, God damn, that background is gorgeous, and there's so much detail. And then there's no detail in the characters. <laughs> it's it's it's
1: frustrating to watch. I I think that those characters are pretty representative of all of his animation.
0: Yeah, definitely for the that, most part. That
3: and, mo- and m- most all of the animation from kind of that that mid seventies, early eighties. You know, I mean, there's other films that have that as Fire and Ice is kind of the same way, like gorgeously designed backdrops. But like when you when you look at uh, what's that, What's the artist of that? Frizetti. Oh, uh, Frank Frazetta. Frazetta, when he you you're talking you, about like the Conan, who did the Conan? Stuff? Yeah, he did Conan. Okay. He did Fire and Ice. Right. So you look at the backdrops, and they're just they're beautiful. Like the the mats in the back are great, but then the characters, the animations themselves are very very soft and rounded. They're not sharp and cut like all of his normal artwork is. And I just think that's that's just a victim of no, the technology what, they were going with. They for, they had. No, from hand. what
2: I understand, he grabbed pretty much any animator off the street he could find to help him with this film. Is what I read. I don't know how true that is. For this film? For this film, for Wizard of Well, Island. no, no, that's not because true. Because the guy, yeah, well, dude, he, brought it, he tried to bring in a guy from overseas, and then by the time the guy got over here to do the animation, they were already two months into it, and he didn't even have a job.
0: I didn't read that. I didn't read
1: that either. Yeah, I, I heard that he, he got a lot of his old, like, Tarrytown people. I don't know.
2: I, the background was done by comic book artists. I know that. Oh, well, That's why the background was so sense. detailed and fantastic. Mm-hmm. And then the the four like the 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 main characters themselves were just it was not
0: it. Do you think it's because there's a lot more motion happening with the characters, you know, so that's like they have to draw more of that, more yeah. animation in the characters, so they make it more simple.
3: It's a possibility. Yeah, because for budget wise,
0: that's a possibility. Well, if you're
3: showing, if you're showing like a uh, two people battling, there's so many, there's so many uh, framed stills that you have what do you to do animate if, yeah, little by little. So yeah, it would make more sense if you keep the characters slightly less detailed. Well, there there is some examples of
1: that, like the uh, creatures that they're writing. Those kind of like bird like things with two legs. Yeah. Those are originally supposed to be horses, but they found that drawing four legs is a lot harder than drawing two legs, so they they just changed <laughs> but, it. Which is why the, those gallop like, sounds are yeah, still running around. I, 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 still I like how they horse uh, sound. The sound
0: there, there,
3: there's still a horse sound, actually, yeah. you mm-hmm. hear, too. I think the... Uh,
0: yeah, no, I wasn't a big fan of the audio I of was a, film. I was yeah. a big fan of the sound like the sound design. Really? I yeah. really didn't have a problem with it either. I did thought it was weak, I, thought, that, I, I thought, thought the, the score I thought, was thought, pretty
2: good. I, well, yeah, the score m- wasn't bad.
3: Musically, I thought the, the it was good and yeah, you're right on on the the sound design was good, but the the ADR and the voiceover yes. work was was just it was it, was it was it was it sounded cheap and rushed. Yeah. Yep. It wasn't clean. It, it you know, like you could hear like noticeable like like pop-ins and outs when it was like recorded. Like they didn't do a lot of work to try to to try to treat the voices as if they're in the setting that they're in. Well, like, they all sound like they're in this, recorded in the same studio, which is what you never want.
1: Some of the credit I'd like to give this film is that this was an under-budgeted film. Like, he asked for an extension for of money from, I think, I guess it was Fox. Century Fox. $50,000.
0: Yeah. That's all it was.
1: And they said no. But to be fair, they also didn't give George Lucas that money either. And he, when asked, he asked, for asked for like it. $5 million. And what, what resulted was him working on the cheap and having to become creative, which I think is one of the greatest things that you can do in filmmaking, is when you're offered with such little and you make something new. That All that rotoscoping that kind of gives a message of war just being everywhere, just being surrounded. It's almost like a sensory attack. Yeah. yeah. It works so well in this film, <laughs> and that's only because... I liked all the scenes that over had... U-
2: overused.
1: I liked all, overused all the scenes it that the was same, like...
2: And he just used the same
1: images over and over again. Well, he only had like five films that he was rotoscoping at the time.
2: And it was overused. Well, if he, he had the option to, to have more money, it. he
1: probably would have used other shit. He but. used it, and he didn't know <laughs> how to use it correctly, because he uses it correctly in other films. I disagree with you on so many levels on this. <laughs> I think that that worked so well. I thought
3: so, too. I liked
1: it. It uh, worked, but he, us- he overuses it. He
2: overuses it. I think, I it. think
0: yeah, I think, it's, I think at that point, it was a lot of work to rotoscope something, so they're going to get their their time with it. You and know? he they're used gonna, a
2: lot of it as filler. A lot filler. of it is filler.
0: Oh, I know what you're talking about. Yes what's he talking about he's talking
1: about like just to extend the movie a little bit longer let's yeah. do a long drawn out thing of yep. like watching these rotoscoping things go back yep. and forth i mean i can agree with that i can agree with that a little bit when you i thought when you meant overused it like that I mean, he wasn't using it effectively. The
0: movie was. I don't think he's using it effectively The movie's only either. what an hour and seventeen minutes. It's, it's like uh, yeah, eighty-two minutes. It's really total. short. It's really short. It's I don't not think, a long film. I didn't feel like he overused Is it, it.
2: Isn't that weird though? It feels
3: like a long film to me. It did.
2: <laughs> it did, dude. I was first, like, oh my god. First, first
0: time I
3: watched it, the first thirty minutes was uh, was pretty brutal. But no, for some reason, the, the middle the of the, the film it loses total second, pacing. The second time I watched it, it, w- it actually went by really quick. I felt like I actually could understand the story. I like. I don't know what, what was different between the first time Dude, and the second time, but the second viewing was worth it. I wish listen, you would have watched it one more the time.
2: Opening, the opening for it was great. Like I was pumped at the opening, right? Because I'd never seen this movie before. I was pumped at the opening with the stills and all that stuff. I was getting pumped. And then we start walking through the town, and we see the fairy hookers, and I was like, yep. Yeah. Okay.
0: You don't like that? No. Then you wouldn't like Fritz the Cat. Yeah, you would not like that film. You no. wouldn't like that.
2: No, dude, it, like it totally takes you out of the fantasy realm. If you're gonna do fantasy, do oh. fantasy. That's, that's
1: that was the whole purpose of this film, was to try to merge modern, like aspects with this fantasy idea. He was not trying to make like a pure fantasy film. No, and I understand that. He was that. using fantasy as and he like shit an imagery all over it. To,
2: like, <laughs> Can't win. Can't win win with this one. (laughs) No, you can't. (laughs) But all right, guys, we're going to take a break, and then we're going to come back, um, and we'll talk more about Wizards.
0: There's no need for me to destroy you. Surrender. Surrender your world. (laughs) You always did
1: need an audience, you sap. Let me tell you, I ain't practiced
0: much magic for a long time. I want to show you a trick Mother showed me when you weren't around. He was on special occasions like this. Ah, uh, oh yeah. One more thing. I'm glad you changed your last name, you son of a bitch.
2: Hey guys, we're back and we're talking about wizards. Uh let's talk about some of the Nazi symbolism that's in this movie, because it's everywhere. It is everywhere. It's everywhere. They got Nazi armbands on. Mm, they got the they got the uniforms on the most part. They call uh, Even, uh, Black I-
3: Wolf. Uh, Fuhrer. Yeah, they call him Fuhrer. And I I even noticed that um, one of the generals, quote unquote, had a a strong German accent towards Mm -hmm. the end. And they also uh, drop Master Race uh, as a line in there. They do. And
1: there is a scene where there's a mutant eating a carcass and it has the Star of David on the. uh, I did not catch that. Yeah, well, if you watch it, he's like talking off the side and then it goes and cuts to him eating this carcass. The pig that was upside down? Yep. It turns, it spins, just as the monster's kind of like looks to the right, and, th- and the car- corpse spins, and you see the Star of David just sitting on it.
3: Wow. Yeah. So, I mean,
1: heavy. Well, would you want to th- let's discuss it? Let's just start with, uh, first thing, uh, Boxy. He's an Israeli-born, uh, animator. Animator. Okay. Let's Kay. put it that way. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, so obviously his ties or his um his uh, feelings towards the Holocaust very strong. Uh, he wanted to make a film about the, 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 the fairy realm is supposed to basically represent what is the drawing out of the state of Israel mm-hmm. and, uh, everything else is just the rising tide of fascism that was happening during world war two. Yeah. So that's really the backdrop of this. Now, whether or not, uh, I personally feel like he hits you over the fucking head with it. Yeah, I, I agree. Like it's yeah. too strong. It's too strong. Yep. It's like, yeah, we got the point. Um, as much as I love the propaganda part of it, which I think is fantastic. Because I liked it as well. I think that's, that's what Black Wolf's real power is, is that he's using this propaganda and it shows that these mutants are following this propaganda without really understanding even what it's all about. Mm -hmm. you know they're just blindly following this ideology which is ironic this is the one thing i did find ironic about it is that this whole mentality of war surrounding this is what got them to be mutants in the first place yeah you know that's the irony of it is that this this eventually would if they would succeed probably would have led to another nuclear holocaust
2: Mm -hmm. what was the what was the symbolism behind the two uh uh like christians
3: christians i thought they were like
1: the priests
2: Right. Oh, when, I, they're, when they're leading, I, the,
3: I felt the, I felt more like uh, Hebrew descent. I from think them. that
1: was just a. Re- I think they were a representation of of all religion. Okay. Yeah, okay. because he does. There's one point where he's coming on on a cross. Yep. And then they and then they do. There's there's definitely some. Uh, they when they're like praying, Yiddish or something that's coming that's mixed in. But I also took it as also it could be the speaking of the tongues, which is another religious yeah construct. Yeah. Um, and they do it for hours. They, they do, do it and, for and, hours. Right. And, and then, then they sh- and then they shoot them. Yep. And they blow up there. And they yeah, that's Plan B. That's Plan (laughs) Plan B. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) they shoot and they don't stop. What Plan B? B.
2: What what was the point? What were they do? What was the point of originally leading the elves there? What were do? What do you think Plan A was?
3: Oh, I thought they wanted them to take care of them. They They wanted yes, leading them there so that so that because they were prisoners of war, so they were gonna lead them to the church, quote unquote, so the church would would feed them and clothe them and take care of them because they were refugees. Was that was that
1: also symbolism of Concentration camps, then? Yeah, I feel to some extent it could have been. I mean, it definitely is. Like, was that church supposed to be, like, a ghetto that they were trying to create? Let's take these undesirable people and just jam them in there with their own kind, and then they can take care of themselves, and we can deal with them later on. Yeah. Um, probably, you know, and then just kill them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so So, um,
2: th- yeah, there's definitely a lot of Nazi symbolism in there. It, again, I just feel like, yeah, you're right. He's beating you over the head with it again. Uh, that's where I feel like he just takes, he takes so many things just too far where if he was subtle on things,
1: I think it would have been a lot better film. I don't think that's his style. It's not a um, style. I so, agree. So I mean, I can forgive him on that. He's definitely a more in yeah. your face. Yeah. He's definitely an in your face thing. Uh, yeah. guy, I should say. sorry. Is there anything else anybody wants to hit on? Um, other than that, the only thing I also wanted to talk about in terms of the propaganda thing was that no one was immune to it. Uh, That's true. When Eleanor jumps and kills uh, Necron slash Peace, and then jumps into that tank, uh, they kind of use a cop out, basically saying that she was under some sort of spell. Yeah, I I took that as kind of a symbolism of more as so she was a very uh, violent, violent character. If you think about it, It, every every time she was confronted with any kind of challenge, she
3: pulled drew a sword and was ready to fight. And even was, even with with Necron in the yeah. beginning, she's just like clawing and shredding at him. Well, like he, really she, he just shot his, her father. Well, I mean, <laughs> so, you're, you're, I'm trying to trying to drive your point home. But she, so. yeah, she definitely seems like almost like a goddamn <laughs> like a damn uh,
1: Klingon to some extent. Everything was resorted into violence and revenge. I took that spell as being that since Black Wolf's big thing is propaganda and using propaganda and getting people to follow his side, that he essentially kind of made this elf follow him for just a little bit, like. Even she says it was my weaknesses that led me to... That I'm not even immune to this kind of thing. And they they frame it in the terms of a spell rather than the propaganda that was being shown that everybody else was following. But I feel like it was the same kind of thing. That even good people can accidentally follow propaganda if they're enraged by hate and violence. Yes. Yeah.
2: Agreed. Agreed. Very much so. How are we going to rate this film?
1: Wow, we didn't even... Discuss that
2: beforehand. Discuss
1: that beforehand. Uh, jeez, what can we what, what can we say? What what we're, I know? Uh, dick shaped towers. <laughs> dick shaped towers. It
2: is. All right, that's gonna be All fun. Right. <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, let's start with Chris. Chris, how many dick shaped towers would you give Wizards?
0: Um, I I really want to go back and watch it again because I think I would actually rate it higher if I saw it a second time. Um, I enjoyed the movie a lot. I thought it was super artistic, and I'm not a hundred percent of everything that he was trying to say with the film, but I pretty much picked up the gist of it and liked what I saw. And I do like how in your face he is, and I liked all of his uh, art his artistic style that came out in the film. So I liked Fritz, Fritz the Cat. So I'm gonna go with a. Th- three i'll do a three for wizards three dick-shaped towers
3: three dick-shaped towers for chris kyle how many dick-shaped towers would you give it um i'm i liked this movie um to an extent i i i i enjoyed i enjoyed the symbolism i i i I did have a problem with some stuff that, that we touched on um you know the the story was a little convoluted at some parts. the The ending didn't make a whole lot of sense. It w- it felt like a cop out. Maybe it wasn't. Who who knows? I have to watch it again to really feel like I fully grasp what he's trying to say. Um, I would watch it again, and I think anybody who Um, wants to take on a challenge should watch it again because as i've read and understand that a lot of his movies are a challenge Mm -hmm. it's not just to sit down and and go it's several viewings to really understand what he's trying the point he's trying to drive home so um that being said i i I think i'm gonna give it three and a half dick-shaped towers
2: three and a half dick-shaped towers from kyle that's the funniest rating to say so far yeah um, Especially the half. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> I'll go next, uh, since this was Mike's pick. Three and a shaft. We'll save Mike for... <laughs> <laughs> three Three and, and just the balls. Yeah. <laughs> since this was Mike's pick, I'll go next. Um, I, for one, hated this movie. Um, I, I really just did not like it at all. Uh, the in-your-face stuff, I don't appreciate. I think he'd be a little more clever. I don't think he was very clever with this film at all. It seems very thrown together. The pacing is god-awful in some parts of the movie. Seems like it's going great for the first 30 minutes, and then in the middle of the film, it just drops off, and you're lost because the pacing is lost. It goes very slow there, and then it picks up again at the end and it almost ends too quickly. It almost has, like, the uh, uh, American Werewolf in London, ending, and you're like, that's it, you know? Yeah. So okay. I just didn't enjoy that. Um, <laughs> I didn't enjoy the animation except for the backgrounds um, and the stills, which I thought were done really good. Um, I just, man, I just, I was angry after I watched this film. I was like, why did someone give him money to do this? That's what I thought.
1: Technically, they didn't. You know? <laughs> yeah, they didn't, and they, and they half didn't. Of this yeah. was I mean, it,
2: ma- it made a lot of money, too. This film was successful, and it does have a cult following, but I think it's more or less because of the director himself. Um, I would never watch this movie again, uh, honestly. Um, I w- I'm going to give it uh, half a dick-shaped tower. Half for of me, Dick Half just, of a that's Dick
0: the lowest rating in cult film interview history. And I
2: yeah. and I stand by it. I just did not there's nothing in this film for me that I, I enjoyed. Not like the, even the humor was just so bad. It was just a <laughs>
1: terrible attempt at making jokes. <laughs> but all right, Mike, how'd you like it? Okay. Well, um so the first time I watched this film I was like eight or something or seven? Yeah. Uh, obviously, I had absolutely no fucking idea what I was watching, because this is definitely not a film that kids should be watching by any means. Do not be uh, tricked by the PG rating. But uh, now watching it again, I have able to pick up on the things, the things I like and the things I dislike. Um, look, is it poorly executed at times? Yeah, sometimes. But what I love about this film is that he went... It's an idea film. He went with this idea. He wanted to stick to this idea. He wanted us to know about it. Um, he was under budgeted, and I still think he fucking succeeded in the end of this. So, as that as an artist, that that it gives me a lot of respect for him as an artist. I'm gonna say that I'm gonna give this four dick shaped towers because of that. Um, <laughs> a lot of dicks.
3: Yeah.
0: Wow. That is a lot of dicks. Just towering. Just t- <laughs> there it is, guys.
2: There is our ratings for Wizard. Uh, stay with us, because when we come back, we're going to be playing a new game. Kyle, what's the name of it? Who the hell am I? Who the hell am I? So uh, you will find <laughs> out next who the hell we are.
3: The time has come. Kill.
2: Ladies and gentlemen, we are back for America's new favorite game, Who the Hell Am I? All right. So we got some great contestants here today uh, for Who the Hell Am I? Uh, We have Chris, Mike, Kyle, and Cody, uh, all excited to be here. Great prizes to (laughs) be won. Can you refer
0: to yourself in third person? (laughs) That's
2: what I'm doing. Uh, So I'm very excited to be here uh, and, and hosting this game. Um, what we're going to do is we have three uh, basic general things that we are going to say as a character or an uh, actor um, to describe them, and we have to guess who they are by the three description, the clues. And I, I'm guessing that we don't want – like if I, if it's my turn, I don't want you guys to figure it out.
3: Not really. The, the goal okay. is, is you know, not. Okay. you don't really want them to get it. If they get it, you don't want it to make it easy. Yeah.
2: So if you get it, you get a point, and if they don't get it, the person who it is – who's question or person it is gets the point. Does that make sense? So So if if nobody guesses it, I get a point. You get a point. Okay.
3: Yep. Yeah, and then um, I think we should uh, hold your guesses until all three clues are read so that we can all have a chance to hear the clues. You know what I mean? All right, sounds good. Sounds fun.
2: So first up uh, is Kyle. Kyle, uh, who the hell
3: are you? Uh, Well, I am a character from a film. Okay. That's so a, is that clue number one? No, you have to announce whether this is a character from a film okay. or it's an actor. Okay. So the, you're you're thinking about characters. Okay. Clue number one. Clue number one. I can't possibly see the harm in listening to this old tape recorder.
2: Can't possibly see the harm in listening to this old tape recorder.
3: Okay. okay.
2: <laughs> what happens if I already know it?
3: <laughs> Just wait till he reads all the clues. Just wait to okay. to uh, clue number two. Clue number two. Finally. Those 40 hours in woodshop class are paying off. 40? Say 40 hours? Yeah. Okay. Okay. I didn't want to make sure you said 48. Those 40 hours in woodshop class are paying off. Okay. All right. Now I got more confused faces in the room than I did after the first one. This is good. Uh This is good. I think I still know who it is. I think clue three might give it away. Clue number three. Clue number... Right hand, overrated. And yeah, those I, are your clues. I knew oh, it. Oh, it from the first clue. I know clue. exactly what it is. I knew it from the first clue, though. Well, Cody, I yeah, mean, go it It's, want, it's want. Ash from The Evil Dead. That's what I said to Boom! Ash from The Evil Dead. I do it very good job.
2: Lord. I knew it from the, the from the first clue. Or it's Star Lord. That's one. Or it's Star
3: Lord. Just joking. Definitely not Star Lord.
2: So point goes to me. I'm in the lead with one point. A point does go. Oh wait, what if we all knew it though?
3: It. <laughs> <Star-Lord. laughs> <Star-Lord. laughs> <laughs> I knew it was Ash. Uh, I guess we should get some kind of, like, hand-raising system here, huh? Well, no
0: one's going to be able to see it. Yeah, because even I can if they're see wrong, it. you just still go in order of who, I guess, like, who. Okay.
3: That's okay. true. Yeah, he could throw a wrong answer out, and I'll say no. I st- my point, point uh, still still counts. Kay. Cody did get the first point.
2: All right. Next contestant, he, uh, is... Heed? Heed! Heed, heed, from, uh, heed paper! <laughs> no, uh damn it you are our next contestant on who the hell am i who the
0: hell are you chris okay um clue number one wait a minute is this a character from a film sorry i should have said that yes it is a actor not a character oh okay this one's getting interesting okay okay so clue number one is um most people think or Okay, good one. Hold on a second. I <laughs> no. got to figure out how to word it right. Yo, that's Let's why keep...
3: I got to write these down, Chris. Got to write it down. Wrote mine down. Come Sorry, prepare.
0: Guys. Sorry, guys. Um, I'm going to insert some booze um, right now. <laughs> the first half of my career, I tried to be a serious actor. Okay. The first part of my career, I tried to be a serious actor. Okay. Okay. Um, in my most famous role, uh, my my partner is a murderer. In my most famous miss role, my partner
1: is a murderer. Okay. Ro- ro- uh, romantic partner or just partner-partner? and partner. Part- Just not a really romantic. You don't get
2: any extra yeah, help. You get extra right. help. Come on. He's
0: fishing. He's fishing. Yeah. No. No. how
2: crafty he is, dude? <laughs> He's crafty.
0: Okay. Um,
2: just because I'm whipping his hands.
0: I have... Starred in local Arizona commercials. Ooh, Ooh. what? Wow.
3: Okay. Wow. Okay. Should have led with that one, man.
0: Uh,
1: anybody?
2: Anybody? <laughs> I'm gonna take a stab at it. Okay. Um, local Arizona commercials is what throws me off.
1: Yeah. Yeah, me too. Me what too. was the first I, I had an
2: idea. But. What was the
0: first clue? Uh, I wanted to be a, a serious actor in the first half of my career. Mike Myers. <laughs> no. God no. Okay. I have a guess. Leslie Nielsen. Yes. Oh what? Yes.
1: What? That was oh. a awesome. Wait, what commercial was he in? He was. He was in some like the r- Arizona yeah.
0: Federal Credit Union commercials. Yes. I just it.
1: remembered it. Yeah. Damn. Good yeah.
0: one. That That's, was a good one. The, man. Fr- and the second clue was my uh, my partner in the mo- in my most famous film is a murderer. Oh, is o- yeah. J- like yeah. a literal o- murder. Yeah. O- Simpson, <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Okay, guys. Well, he was found innocent. Let's just say <laughs> whatever. The glove
2: did not fit. Our yes. next contestant is a very handsome man. He goes by the name of Cody. Cody. what?
3: <laughs> I thought it was. me. <laughs> Mike even made a face like he was like, oh, taken aback by that. Nice comments. <laughs> <laughs> so Cody. Go ahead. Go ahead.
0: Cody. So funny.
3: Uh, who the hell are you? Cody. Who the hell are you? Well,
2: I'm glad you guys asked. Uh, I'm a character. Okay. Uh, Clue number one. Clue number one, my watch is a communicator. My watch is a communicator. Clue number two, I like yellow.
3: My hand was up first, Chris. Get that down. I'm second. Uh, get, I'm that, second. get that meat mitt down. I'm Clue second.
2: number three, you can find me in the Sunday paper. Hello. Oh,
3: now I know one.
1: Go ahead. For first up, first, first hand up, up. First Dick Tracy was yeah. Kyle, and it is Dick
3: Tracy. Totally Dick yes. Tracy.
2: Yes, I thought that was gonna be a lot more Do challenging. I get half a point for I
3: owned, also knowing that? No, no. <laughs> I thought that was I owned, be a lot I more owned the uh, that watch when I was a kid. Lucky, Did you?
2: I was yeah. so
0: jealous of kids that got to own that mm, watch. That watch was badass. Mm.
2: I thought that was gonna be challenging.
3: I didn't think anybody was gonna get it that quickly. I love that movie. That was yeah? like my childhood right
0: I there. The I watched
2: that all I the time. We're, <laughs> I, we, I figure we're going to come across it. I eventually. like Yellow was a little was a little bit of a givey. givey yeah, but. that's a little bit of the give me. I was going to, yeah. because uh, I couldn't remember if Prune Face was from Dick Tracy or Rocketeer. Obviously
3: it was from, yeah, Dick, it's from Dick Tracy. From Dick, Tracy. From Dick Tracy, okay.
2: Because yeah. Rocketeer has like a, a, a like a similar bad guy.
3: No, he just has like a, a, no, a, a yeah. dys- dysmorphic looking giant Yeah, that Nazi.
2: Dude. I forgot, yeah. I from. forgot his name in, in the film, but. All right, next. so I got a point. Yeah, that's that's. Oh man, we got a three-way tie. This could break it here. Next up, well he can't guess, so he's gonna lose. <laughs>
1: no. <laughs> no, no, I already have a point. I said Leslie Nielsen. Yeah,
2: but you can't guess on this one, so. Oh, that's true. Yeah. You Just between lose. you
1: and me, Cody. Yeah, that looks, yeah, or Chris could tie
2: it up, and then we yeah. have to go do a tiebreaker round. Time.
0: <laughs> A tiebreaker. Let's go. All right, <laughs> do it. I want to do tiebreaker. Up
1: on who the hell am I? Is Mike? Mike, who the hell are you? Okay, who the hell am I? I am a character from a film. He's a character from a film. Okay. That and probably none of us have seen. The first clue is I'm living in my brother's shadow. I'm living in my brother's shadow. I'm living in my brother's shadow. Second clue. Second clue. I have a foot fetish. I have a a foot fetish. And clue number 3
0: is duct tape makes a good bandage. Duct tape makes a good bandage. Okay. Not Without not. Cody repeating it, can you can you say those one more time? Okay.
3: <laughs> Real quick.
1: <laughs> he's, one. He's I'm serious. living in my brother's
0: shadow. My brother's shadow. My brother. I'm living in my brother's shadow. I mm-hmm. have a foot fetish. I have a foot
1: fetish. And 3 is duct tape makes a good
0: bandage. Duct tape makes a good bandage. my brother's shadow got right. I'm not living making it. it easy on you. Mike guys.
2: actually can win this if none of us get it. Actually, he'll get a point and I'm living win. Living in my brother's shadow. So get it. Yeah, that's the one that I'm hung up on. I'm living in my brother's
0: shadow. And what's the second one again?
3: I have a foot fetish. I have a foot fetish.
0: Foot th- none of us th- th- Never thought movie. you'd
3: never thought you'd say that on the air. <laughs> I, have I a did. Foot <laughs> fetish. <laughs>
0: Foot fetish. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's just us. Repeating it. It's just us. I'm repeating. <laughs> I have a foot fetish. For We're have to all right, this, all right, all right. We, we gotta, gotta cut of it off. Joe, Yo, you
3: gotta get your guess out there, Chris.
0: Bill Cosby.
3: Oh my That's,
1: god. What? Oh my god. <laughs> it went so dark. What was his brother's name? John Cosby. <laughs> <laughs> he was a senator. <laughs> I'm just living in a shadow. <laughs> John Cosby. John. I'm going to guess
2: Zach Morris from Saved by the Bell. <laughs> no way. God damn it. You guys <laughs> you just, are so far off. You're just yeah, throwing random shit
3: out, out the there. Who's your guess, Kyle? Um, uh, yeah. I got nothing. I got nothing. <laughs> That's I got it. nothing. That's okay. Fine. I can't even come up with a fake His, <laughs> His
2: guess is Shre- uh, Sh- 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 Shrek. Yeah.
1: <laughs> All right. So the answer is from... The movie from *Dust Till Dawn, it's Richard Gecko. It.
2: Oh, my I God. I was something to do with Quentin that Tarantino, was so but I couldn't good. think
3: of a movie. I
2: God was instantly, it. when I heard *Foot Fetish, I instantly thought Quentin Tarantino. Me too. You should have. You should have went on that. Wow. You should have went on fact, that tag. I that did. was a good one. Well, guys, that's our show for the week. Join us next week when uh, we'll be talking about more movies, more cult films. So make sure you tune in. Uh, follow us on Facebook. Uh, look up Cult Film and Review. Follow us on Instagram, underscore review. That is also the same for the Twitter, underscore review. So you can find us there. That's blowing up. We got stories going on on the on the Facebook and on the on the website. So go check those out. Mike is uh, following all of Scream, uh, the television series on MTV right now, um, and he's writing Just about hating that. Hating so. every minute of Pretty it. Pretty much. Hater. Pretty much, guys. Yeah. So go read that. <laughs>
1: uh, Mike also has a blog. Uh, Mike, what's your blog? Uh, friendly Neighborhood Filmmaking. There it is. All right, guys, see you next week. Oh, wait, one more thing Uh, for all those fans out there. Have we missed a film? Why don't you come out and let us know? Get us on Twitter. Talk to us on Facebook. Give us some ideas. We will be glad to give you a shout-out, and we'll pick a film for you guys. Yeah, definitely. All right, guys, join us next week. Later.